0: You're listening to the Madcast Media Network.
1: Madcastmedia.com
0: Today's episode is brought to you by the best store in the universe. Thousands of shirts, but not really. Shop now and support the show at maddoxrules.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from Super Bowl winners to hungry man dinners. With over 4 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me. It's the Rear Admiral of Tangents, Ron Mabcock. Thank you, Maddox. And returning guest, Deputy Moderator, Dredmere.
2: Yeah, what's up?
0: Welcome back to the show. Guys, big show this week. We've got a topic this week. When isn't it a big show? We've had some uh, small shows.
1: I feel (laughs) like... But you always say it's a big show. You always go in with hope.
0: <laughs> you know what though? Sometimes I say it's an exciting show this week and I didn't want to, you know, mislead our audience.
1: Okay, so but this is a big this show. It's a week?
0: big show and I'm not sure it's going to be exciting yet. I think it will be, actually, by the time we get to the voicemail. Wait We're ready hear for this. a
1: big and exciting
0: show. Yeah, we got some special guests. We got some celebrity callers calling in for uh, leaving us voicemail. Oh, my gosh. That's exciting. Yeah, super exciting. But and uh, I should say welcome back, Dreadmere, to our show.
2: Yeah, I've been here like, I don't know, 10 or 12 times. I'm I still the deputy. I think so. You're a deputy moderator. You know whatever.
0: what? You want to be up for vote? We can put you up for vote. Yeah. We're going to vote on Madcast Media, guys. Uh, Madcastmedia.com whether or not Dreadmere deserves a promotion. It,
1: doesn't Dreadmere kind of look like John Stamos' little brother?
0: Yes like a. Like like a um, like, is John Stamos Mexican? No. He's are you crazy. Mexican? You're Mexican. I'm
1: half Mexican. You're
0: half Mexican. So That's nice. So he's like a. are we
1: all a little bit Mexican?
0: <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Um, but... I said let's not
1: get crazy. All right. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's not. Get... Let's not... I know it's 2019, but not yet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Y'all want to get a shout out to the Slovaks in the chat room?
0: Yeah, whatever. Slovaks? Yeah, we're our
1: Slovaks. No one's ever Slovaks.
2: Yeah, it's pretty quiet in the chat room that, all that, of a sudden. That's what I am. Said but that. I
0: should I should mention, because I usually do this at the top of the show, the debate this week, which is, do good intentions justify bad outcomes? And I should say that this is a suggestion that came to us from a fan, Chris Gooch. Thank you, Chris, for that suggestion. I believe I saw it in the Maddox University for uh, uh, successful people and hot babes who are successful too, like wh- I forget the whole, <laughs> the whole fucking name. But if you guys aren't part of Maddox University yet, go to Facebook, search for Maddox University. You can join the Facebook group.
2: You might join you might, if you're good enough, right? Is that Yeah, actually, I yeah. do
0: have I do have a questionnaire. I ask people oh. a bunch of questions, and people sometimes they leave jokey responses. I'm like, you know what, idiot? I don't need you. I don't need to. I don't need to let this shit into my fucking. I don't want
2: list. funny people in my chat. Anything. We just want no interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. jokes. <laughs> What do you think this No,
0: but funny, funny people are banned from the chat room. No, but it's you know I'll get like a bunch of uh, uh, you know smart Alex mm-hmm. who are making, but they're not funny. That's the thing; they're not funny. If you're funny and you're even if you're shitting on me, I don't care. Get in
1: there. A lot of those people, when they think they're being funny, they're just being mean. Yeah, I know. It's, but they think that's what being funny is. It's yeah. just like just being super mean. But yeah. but pops. Big props to the Gooch for the great topic.
0: Yeah, Chris Gooch, thank you for the suggestion. The Do good Gooch. intentions justify bad outcomes. And also I wanted to give a shout out. We got in the chat room, Super Arrogant Bros. Guys, check out Super Arrogant Bros on Madcast Media, madcastmedia.com. We uh he says Maddox University for geniuses and babes who are geniuses only. That's right. That's it. That's the name. Yeah, thank you. I it's a good name and, and it's a good university. Not a single person has graduated what's, other than me. So
1: what's your mascot? My, my mascot.
0: Yeah. Oh, but we got so many. Right now, it's a chimera, but all three heads are lions.
2: <laughs> That's pretty tight. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. Fucking, all right. Chainsaws right. for eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking dope as shit. I I think in my uh, in the alphabet the alphabet of manliness. Uh, when I had the extended edition, which is which included the numbers of manliness. In that, I had um, a chimera giving me a hand job. My grandpa a hand job, which looks exactly like me. So wait,
1: a chimera is like a. a what what the fuck's a chimera
0: a lion a chimera is a lion head a goat and a serpent i think or a lion you know head a goat funny, and a
1: griffin is yeah. like that that's kind of consi- and then that's taken from like some old fairy tale uh, like some old thing we're like kids today will just do doodles in their notebooks at school of like made up monsters it's the same shit that people did back then they just put it on like a stone tablet so we pay more attention to it
3: yeah,
0: you know but I mean? also like the shit that lasted, like all the doodles and shit that came from like ancient Greece. None of those lasted, so all we have are the shit that they sculpted into fucking stone.
1: You know, all it is is just dicks. Yeah, there's a, there's a ton
0: of that shit. If you guys go, there's um, that's actually what inspired a couple of the chapters in my in my book, the the alphabet of manliness. Uh, there's a ton of Greek. Artwork, ancient Greek artwork that's erotica, and they have this entire history, this entire museum of just like boners, and it's the funniest fucking thing. They, they use their boners as clubs. They have like, <laughs> just, they, <laughs> they use their boners as ornaments, like they, and it's the funniest fucking shit. And they never put it in art history books because no, they want. That's
1: yeah. It's like yeah. we have this like idea of what greco-roman times were like they were so learned right. it's like no man they were just the same shit as us
0: right and they don't want to acknowledge and same the thing is like people scholars are afraid to acknowledge people are kind of fuck-ups like mozart i wrote about this in uh and it sounds like it's just a bunch of plugs in my books but i wrote about this time i am better than your kids mozart was kind of a fuck-up and he was obsessed with scatological humor he he wrote so much scatological humor and you never hear about it. But there's an entire Wikipedia page. If you don't believe me, search for it.
1: Yeah, there's he a was like uh, page. he had a filthy, filthy sense of humor.
0: Yeah, and he wrote these these amazing like these letters that sounded like they were going to be like romantic uh, letters to his friends or his like girls, like people he was courting, whatever. And it sounded like a romantic no- uh, letter at first, and then it got into like some poop joke at the end.
2: That's Mozart. Yeah, that's most. That's, that's him. Both. That's him. That's that's
0: art right. In a nutshell, yeah. uh, we got a super chat from Kirk Wilcox. He says, "No, good intentions do not justify bad outcomes." There, there is. I guess All right. the debate's over. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Kirk Wilcox. And Kirk, welcome back to the show. Uh, we got to have Kirk on too soon. Kirk was on last week when we debated the wait was he? Yeah. The one Kirk that was.
2: I was on, so the one before. The one before. Yeah, that's right.
0: You and Kirk were on Dreadmere. Yeah, I don't remember what we debated. Yeah, uh it was some good shit though. Peters, um, No, J-lectures? no. J-lectures? no, I, oh, I wasn't that was on not on that one. Oh, um the lectures one was TJ Peters and oh, Mikey right. Bolts. Mikey Bolts was back. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was crazy. I didn't yeah. realize I like I didn't, I didn't realize it was him at first. I was like, "Wait, is someone doing a Mikey impression?" Mikey,
0: no, that was Mikey, but Mikey couldn't make it this week. He he could have made it if we recorded on a friday night so he have you know it depends on schedules and stuff so anyway.
1: hey by the way how's that oriental raisin tea treat in here yeah
0: so i'm drinking this this drink in the in studio it's called oriental raisin tea drink and uh, it's by the company is called Quang Dong. Uh, cool <laughs> there's nothing about this is not funny it says oriental raisin tree fruit concentrate added oh it's not even the real thing it's from concentrate
1: That's disappointing. It actually tastes really good. Well, uh, listen, you know how like Quang Dong makes us laugh because the word Dong's in it? Like, is there any English word that sounds like Dong in another language? Like some innocuous word, like, I don't know, yogurt. And you say yogurt when you're over in China and people are like, oh my God, what did he just say?
0: Yeah, there was one. I I was in Hungary and I said some word and everyone kind of snickered. It was, I I forget what it was, but uh, there are definitely words like that. Was it Maddox? It was not. It was not.
1: Matt. You know what, Ron? What does it mean? What's mad. You're about time gone. for
0: promotion or demotion too. <laughs> and I don't know why I emphasize demotion like that. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, we should we should uh, move on. Hey, we got Edlin Martinez in the chat room too. Uh, she says, uh, "Special poop to make coffee with." Uh, poop jokes are the pinnacle of human achievement, says Smitty in the chat room. Uh, you know what? They're underrated. I think people think it's a uh, it's easy to make a poop joke, but it's not.
1: It's no, hard. I agree. You can make yeah. a lot of
0: poop jokes that aren't funny.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I think Sully's poop humor is that there's a lot of cheap, crass poop jokes. But if you were to listen to like the poop story that H. John Benjamin does in the final chapter of his book, Failure is an Option, or I, th- or I think it's just called Failure, it's like one of the best poop stories I have ever heard in my entire life, and it's fucking hilarious. So for anybody who says like poop is not entertaining, I would listen to that story and defy you to tell me that you were not entertained.
0: Yeah, it's the bad poop jokes that defile the rest of poop jokes. Uh, but we should get it's on. It's like to- I'm listening
2: to Mozart right now. Yeah, <laughs> thank, you. yeah thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you, Dredmere. <laughs> okay. Well anyway, we should get on to the debate this week. But before we do, I want to hear everyone's buzzer. Here's what mine sounds like.
2: Uh, right this is mine
0: and Ron.
1: Eh, I can't get the soundboard to oh, work. Sorry. Right.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> That's <fine. laughs> If you hear a buzzer from anyone during this debate, that means someone's disagreeing with someone else, or we just want to chime in. And also I should mention we've got your voicemail at the tail end of the episode. We've got a Babcock tip. And we've got some quick news headlines. But before we get to the debate, I got another super chat in the chat room from Pavich Bavin for $5. He says, raisin concentrate is just grape juice but with extra steps. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're just cooking the water out of it. No, this tea, it tastes like if you had put raisins in oatmeal and then um, you know heated it up and then ate the oatmeal. That subtle flavor of raisin in the oatmeal is what this tea tastes like. Uh, Do we hit records.
2: <laughs> yeah, we hit record already? Yeah, yeah, we're, okay. we hit record. Yeah. Good, on you, sure. Good on you, though. Good on you, Dreadmare.
0: Anyway, guys, we should get to the debate. Enough tea talk, enough nonsense. We should get to the debate, which is do good intentions justify bad outcomes? Dredmere, as our returning deputy moderator this yeah. week. I'm going to give you first stab at the debate. What do you think? Do good intentions justify bad outcomes? Yes or no and why or why not?
2: No. no, uh, no not okay. at all. Okay.
0: So, if somebody sets out to do something nice, like let's say let's say I see a homeless person and I buy that person a sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. Then unbeknownst to me, the sandwich uh, happened to have, you know, some some salmonella or something in it. The food, you know, the homeless person gets food poisoning and dies. Am I yeah. then like am I am I still I think I would still be justified in buying that person a sandwich, don't you?
2: Um, no, I, I mean, like what It would you justify the fact that he, he died? Because, well, I was trying to buy him food. It's I was like... trying
0: to do something good. Like no one would impugn me for that. No one would say, hey hey shithead you bought why'd you buy that guy a sandwich i i didn't know it was poisoned
2: yeah that's also really kind of extreme that's like a weird yeah like accident that would happen like that's
0: one of those examples that kind of poke a hole in your argument
2: (laughs) well i think the more interesting example would be a situation where people are like trying to either help people like you know politically they say oh these people need money so we're going to give them money but it turns out that we all have less money and so everybody's standard of living goes down i think that's a more consistent example of people having good intentions with bad outcomes but even then it's not justified Um, the whole point of like having principles and everything like that is to be able to live a consistent predictable life and um, knowing where like how far your ideas reduce so like I'm doing this because I believe this which comes from this I think that's how you can justify your intentions um, and predict the consequences more accurately so if something does go wrong you would know why or Something like that. I don't think these freak accidents of like, oh, I I gave this guy a a new pair of shoes and then he tripped and and got run over. It's like that's not really um, that's not really where that comes into play. I don't think.
0: Okay, so you're talking more like taxation. You think that taxation can sometimes, even if it has good intentions, lead to bad outcomes, right?
2: I think taxation is theft. (laughs) So. <laughs> okay. oh boy all right you know
0: can we talk about this fucking argument this is a fucking libertarian argument the taxation it's not is... a libertarian okay argument. then what kind of argument is it
2: the correct argument it's, it's not libertarian know, not. appropriate why do you I, think i've
0: never heard of a libertarian not making this argument they yeah. may
2: make the same argument but we disagree so. okay
0: why do you think why do you think taxation is theft let's go through this
2: because it belongs to some that money belongs to somebody okay. somebody earned it somebody made it and you're Ooh. just getting it for why
0: <laughs> What what would you say to that ron uh, no. Okay, well, no. <laughs> like, like a thousand I'll, times no. I'll tell you why it's not theft, okay? Theft is a crime, and theft is is taking money from mm-hmm. someone. By force? Uh, Yeah, by force. Okay. Right, a lot of times by, no, not necessarily by force. You I, can, you can. I, oh, you know, the you last tax
1: time, uh, IRS came down and held me down until I gave them $1,000. They would if you didn't. I mean, they would. But it's also, you, it's the system I signed up for. Like, I'm, I'm not... It's not force when I willingly go along with the system. You know what I mean? Like, Like, it's also... Like, you say, by force, it's like a very... Sensational word to use of a system that I'm like, yeah, okay, I make income, I give some of that income to the government so we could have roads and schools and whatever, it's because and I use those roads to go about my daily business. So yeah, you should take some of my money to make roads so I can get around. No, no,
0: I'll tell you, I'll tell you the argument why it's not, it's not theft. Okay, but, so theft, theft can happen in a number of different ways. Theft can happen. By uh, you know, by grifting. By if you say you know, in the movie Office Space, the the guy, the main guy, the protagonist, was a computer programmer who worked mm-hmm. for an accounting uh, accounting company, and he said that you can use rounding errors, like if a if there was something like you know a half a penny, right. That you know that was a rounding yeah, error. His name those.
1: was Michael Bolton. Was it really? That was the character's name. Oh
0: yeah, Michael Bolton. Okay, so so the so the protagonist <laughs> in Office Space, Michael Bolton. Um. Use those rounding errors to throw those that money into a bank account. Now that wasn't like by force, but it was uh, dishonest. It was it was theft. I, so that's theft. Yeah. But also here's the thing. Here's the difference between taxation and theft, and why it's not theft. Taxation. The punishment for it isn't always someone b- barges into your house with a fucking gun to your head or puts you in jail. That's not always the outcome. In fact, it's rarely the outcome. Here's how they can enforce taxation. Okay. Right? They can just simply deny you services that are granted to everyone in society. For example, going to the DMV if you want a driver's license. If they say, "Oh, okay, well this person doesn't have," you know, he's not. He he refuses to pay his taxes. Um, he's delinquent whatever, then they could say, okay, we're not going to grant you a passport. There's ways to enforce taxation that doesn't involve busting into your fucking house with a gun. Do you agree or not?
2: No, I mean, that's not... Denying services is not what they do. They and They... Enforce more services. They put you in prison. People who evade taxes and try to put money in offshore accounts go to prison where other people with taxes pay for them to be there in the first place. They give you services for not paying into the services.
0: Uh, that's not—those are extreme cases, though. Like, most people, they just get fines and then, you know, they get they get hassled by collections people.
2: That's— I mean, that's not I mean, if, if you, somebody robbed you and then you didn't give them the money and then they just kept coming up to you asking for the money, saying it's going to get more and more severe until you pay me. I mean, well. that's
1: the way you made your money was partially based on services that you use that were provided by the government. You know, if you make your money on your computer working, well, part of that is the electricity happens because power lines that are, you know built to your apartment or like like there's an infrastructure in place that is provided by city government by the country so part of our taxes go towards maintaining those that infrastructure yeah like how we make so we don't make our money in this void you know like we make money but it's partially because like there's a system in which we can make that money and that system had to get there someplace and part of the way that got there was by you know taxing everybody a little bit i do agree with you that income tax is ridiculous and i don't think people should be penalized for Making money, the more money you make, the more you get taxed. I think that
2: we shouldn't make our taxes other ways. That's true, but I hear that argument a lot. Is like, oh, why aren't you for public schools? You benefited from that, or you benefited from this. It's like, yes, but that's not something that I agreed to. Like, just like my circumstances and my context is not something that like I'm responsible for. Like, I can't. It's it's not. But it's it's such a privileged position to be like. I don't agree
1: with the system that I came out of, and I'm still benefiting from
2: privilege compared to other people, but. I don't. I'm not comparing it to other people.
1: But where would you go to, like, if you were truly this strong, felt strongly about taxes, just move to a no tax state. You could limit some of your tax. uh, You know, if you moved up to what is it, Montana or Nevada, Oregon, 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 you know, where there's no sales sales tax tax on things. Yeah.
0: Well, so here's here's the other argument that's made, and I've heard this before in the past, which is, um, I, I believe your position would be that the government's job is to protect us, right?
2: Yeah, protect your rights. All
0: right. So that – there's there's something – this is a great way to get back into our debate because there's something with good intentions. The government's job is to protect us and protect our rights, right? Protect our sovereignty, right? So if that's our government's job, Mm -hmm. um, at its outset, people say, well, yeah, that's great. Okay, awesome. I'm on board with that. But then people have a problem defining what our sovereignty entails and what – our rights entail. I agree. So then that's where that's where you get this thing that has good intentions and then have potentially bad outcomes where people say, well, that doesn't include social welfare. That doesn't include public libraries. That doesn't include the roads. That doesn't include these things. But then the argument could be made that the value of a nation, this is my argument. It's a really smart one. So you guys write <laughs> this down. Uh, <laughs> the argument could be made, and I'm making it again, is that the value of a nation comes from its aggregate, its whole, its economy, how strong its economy is, how how uh, the morale of its people, the property value, and all these things. So. If some company comes along and does something that could be perceived as hurting the economy or Mm -hmm. hurting the value of this country, then the argument could be made, well, now the government should step in and and, and regulate that company to prevent it from destroying our our nation's wealth and our nation's value, which is equivalent to invaders coming in and literally raising our towns and and villages. Like, let's say say a company was just dumping toxic waste into the ocean or into rivers, into our drinking water. Mm -hmm. Right, the the argument would be like, well, you can't regulate people, you can't regulate companies, and you would say that's not that doesn't fall under the scope of government. What would you say to that, Dredmere?
2: I would say that if you did write that down, you should put dash pragmatism as the argument that you made, and that's a very common one because you're starting at the wrong place. But uh, for that situation, is like toxic waste. It's it is infringing on people's rights. You like like if you're contaminating, if you're hurting people or whatever, like um you should be held responsible uh, for that. So that would be in the scope of government to make sure that like your, that your business is not impeding other people from living and making their own choices. But that's, that's my point is like good intentions. Okay. What does that mean? Good for who? Good for, good for the, the species, good for future generations, good for everybody, like good for your country. And what I'm saying is good for you. You start with you, good intentions. Um, like what's going to be best for me, and uh, that's where that's that's where you start with this whole idea of government protecting those rights because you don't you don't change it just because, oh well, this group of people is is being hurt, so we have to we have to adjust for that. I'm saying the right answer, the reason people can't agree on these things is because rights c- come from the individual, life, liberty, and property, starting from the individual.
0: Uh, okay, I I'm not sure. You're saying that rights come from property rights.
2: No, I'm saying they come from like individual it's like individual rights living among people.
0: Oh, okay. Um I'm I mean you got to at some point acknowledge group rights and world government. You you absolutely have to. So for example, if you want to trade with another country um and that country decides to put a tariff on our products, right? Mm-hmm. Um and and let's say it's a, you know the rest of the world creates a union against the United States. Then they start imposing tariffs on us. Well, what leverage do we have against those other people? And should our, should we enforce, should we start making a government that can I essentially put their thumb on the scale, the economic scale, to yeah. try to enforce another government to give us more favorable trade views? Like, where, where does that fall into line? I mean, isn't that the government's responsibility, too?
2: It's hard for me to, to think about these things in terms of, like, governments, like, talking to each other. But, like, the way I think about it is is motivations. So it's like, if we do have a commodity or a product that another country would want, that business um, wouldn't really have an issue I think trading with some with other other countries because it's something that they want maybe it's cheaper maybe it's more efficient but like people operate under motivation I don't I don't think that you need like this um, artificial force to like make sure it goes smoothly
0: okay what about this though this is something that actually was a big concern and i think still is uh all the manufacturing that came out of china it was they had this huge industrial boom in the 80s and 90s and they started manufacturing everything like crazy and we started getting all these like cheap goods coming into the united states in addition to Mm -hmm. a bunch of pollution that was flying across the pacific from china so is that fair what what i mean would you say that that would fall under the the role of government to say, okay, now we need to do something. We we don't control these people. We don't control this government. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have, should we, or should we not have a say in how much pollution they send across the the uh, the Great Pond? What do you think?
2: Um, I mean that's definitely a, a tough one. Like like pollution, like even within our own country, if there's a business that's like highly polluting the air.
1: Like the uh, Sriracha factory yeah, that's here right, in LA, that's which is, I wouldn't say it's pollution, but some people don't. There's this, you know, make the rooster sauce, the red hot Sriracha rooster sauce, and right. they have to crush all the chilies and process them, right. and all that stuff gets let out in the air, and basically the town, people walk around like constantly watering their eyes because there's fucking chili peppers, uh, you know, going everywhere.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, what I can tell you is that it's not the government's job to like say, hey, you guys need to make your, like, sauce, like, not as hot or whatever it is that's happening over there, like, but uh, I, I don't know the details of what would have to take place for, like, a community that lives, like, nearby and then this, this you know, building pops up that starts making it so you can't breathe. Like, I don't necessarily know what the solution for that would be, but I can tell you that, yeah, like, that does, so those examples don't adjust the rights. It doesn't change the fact that this person has a right to property. Um, that being said, there is context in which, like, things... Like, you need to, like, look at if those rights are being violated um, by that company.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll give you an example of personal property rights that are hurting everyone. Okay. Uh, and before I do, I, uh, I'll read a couple comments in the chat room. Commissar Keck says, The issue is Maddox is operating off examples while Dredmere is operating off principle. Okay, we'll get to that. I'll address that in a second. And then we got another one from... Uh, uh, dig dig fig he says uh, Maddox with the hyperboles again <laughs> okay um, here's uh, and then here commissar Kack again he goes they are but Maddox doesn't doesn't have consistent principles for an argument okay let's talk <laughs> let's talk about principles okay you talk about principles as if they're a good thing there are good and bad principles yeah, let's agree to that. All right, that was right. right re- real and quick, and wrong.
1: Are we talking about principles like of a school or principles as a way of, uh, you know, going through life?
0: I'll give you an example uh, as a way of going through through life. Okay, <laughs> okay so not, okay, okay, exactly. <laughs> not that. Yeah, I had a friend, for example, he had a principle that if he saw if he was like in a mall parking garage and there was a car waiting with a signal on to take his spot, he would take extra amount of time. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? What's wrong with you? Why are you doing that? He goes, well, because I think they're being rude to the person behind them, and so I want to teach them a lesson. I'm like. Dipshit, first of all, you're not teaching that person a lesson. He doesn't know you're teaching him a lesson. You're just taking an extra amount of time, and he just thinks you're an asshole, and so does everyone else, by the way. Now you're the person who's causing everyone else behind them to be delayed because you're being a dick. (laughs) <laughs> so just get the fuck out of, the, out of your stall because that's how commerce works. It's understood that when someone's moving out of a fucking spot, another person's going to take it. So you try to be as courteous and quick as possible, not take as much time as possible. Because I guarantee not a single person your whole fucking life has ever been like, huh, that guy took extra long. I'm not going to wait next time. Because guess what? The person behind him is going to wait and the person behind them is going to wait. Someone's always going to wait for your fucking spot if you're... Making the motions to leave, dipshit.
2: Yeah. So what do you think about that, Dredmere? <laughs> you, you said all that to him in the car. Well, you're waiting. I,
1: I guarantee <laughs> he said all that oh, to yeah. him in the car. Oh yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that you didn't say all Absolutely. that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I yelled at him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And what did he do?
1: Let me guess. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But you don't know. Uh. So okay. So there is an example of a bad principle. You guys want to argue from principles? There you go. There's a shitty one. uh You got to have good principles, yeah. and there's bad ones too. Just talking about principles doesn't mean anything. You got to say what the what the substance of the principle is. Okay, right, then yeah. let's get to let's get to the the other comment. Okay, we we addressed the principles one. Now here's here's uh, what I was going to say, Dredmere, right before we got into this fucking tangent, which <laughs> is here's some individual property rights that that ruins it for everyone hollywood okay hollywood california you got the big fucking hollywood sign for those of you who have never visited hollywood first of all
1: don't it's it's gross uh but second- <laughs> it's fine
0: <laughs> eh, you know it's, you just, know, it's gotten w- better it's gotten you know, better the thing
1: is i go to other parts that aren't just hollywood that's true okay that, that's fair
0: so so uh, but anyway don't come here um <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the hollywood sign okay Here's something that people don't know, and myself included. I was wondering one one day, like, why isn't it lit at night? Have you ever seen a picture of the Hollywood sign from night? No. The answer is no. No one has. You know why? Because they can't light it up. And guess why? It's because the fucking, there's two or three houses that live next to the Hollywood uh, the Hollywood sign who complained to the city and said, well, this light bothers us. We can't sleep that well at night. It's like, you have you ever heard of blinds dipshit? And by the way, don't buy a fucking house next to the Hollywood sign if you don't want the traffic, the light pollution, the noise, all that shit. You don't buy a house next to the fucking Eiffel Tower if you're going to complain about tourists well, ch- checking out the Eiffel Tower.
1: There was, uh, kind of annoying, but there's a pretty popular hike that you could do up to the Hollywood sign. I think it's the Baldwin Park hike. And so all all these it was a public path and all these people bought houses there and then lo and behold the, the path keeps getting more and more popular public path people bought the houses and the path was already there already public they knew it going in and now they just don't like people like the public going up down their street so now they've like rallied and they've got the city to close down that access point to the path yeah. which is annoying to me cuz it's like that that's a public path and you bought your house knowing full well the situation when you bought your house and they're like yeah but we just don't want people and it's like it's a very wealthy area yeah. so it's like wealthy people get to do that shit all the time
0: and here's the here's the even worse implication of that Dread Mirror. they're actually hurting the fucking economy because these three dipshits don't want a little bit of light pollution to come into their fucking blinds that they can shut if you guys like if you imagine how many more tourists would spend time on the Hollywood strip taking pictures buying snacks buying souvenirs if they could take pictures of the sign and see that that sign from nighttime yeah. they just because these three dipshits have decided for the rest of fucking los angeles sorry you guys can't have millions of dollars of stimulated economy because we want a little bit of snooze time at night go fuck yourselves what do you think of that do you think the regular the government should step in because that's one that you can make an argument that government stepped in and said okay we're not going to light the sign at night because of the the rich people on that on those hills who who uh, put the thumbs on their scales or should people lobby the government and say you fuck these people turn on the lights what do you think
2: Um, this is why I like this argument, because you can go like this is why I like this debate topic and go a lot of places. But like, so yeah, um, I don't I don't know why the government needs to be responsible for like allocating tourist money or like being concerned with like tourist money. I think that's a weird way. Like, you're right in that it hurts the economy the way we have it set up now. But as far as like the economics, like if somebody buys the Hollywood sign or buys property near the sign and people want to go pay to see it that person would be making money from presumably other countries and then spending it in our country so it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt the economy in that in that way and they have every right to say like this is my property if 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 it is and say like I don't want you know I don't it doesn't belong to everybody like the Hollywood sign doesn't it shouldn't be this public Thing that we're all concerned with, like making money off of, for some reason, it it should belong to somebody. If they want to make money off of it, then they have the option. It, it
0: does, and that's the thing the Hollywood the Hollywood sign is owned by a private company.
2: Yeah, so it, that, it's owned by like different people, right? It's like pieces. Like someone has like some letters or something. Yeah,
0: it is now because the the company I think went bankrupt a while back. Is there they, like
2: some trust? They yeah, are part of
1: it? I don't
0: know. Yeah, there's a couple. There's like two or three people, and I think Hugh Hefner is one of them who came in yeah. and kind of like saved the Hollywood sign. Um, but it is owned by you know some people. It's it's privately own the hollywood sign so the so we have basically two conflicting uh, private private property rights so you have the people who want to have the hollywood sign lit Mm -hmm. because you can make a lot more money it's iconic you should see it at night and then you have a couple of dipshits who are complaining that the light pollution i mean that's that's where government has to step in because who's going to settle that
1: it's like they're basically a mediator like so, you go up. You keep going up the chain. You keep going up the chain until somebody makes a law, and then people are like, okay, well, I got to follow the law, otherwise, I'm going to be forced to go to jail. And government's the one who mediates that shit at some right. point. Like, I don't know who else does it. What other authority is? You start it? with the community group. The community groups fight. Then they go to city hall. Then right. they, they hash it out at city hall. I guess. Yeah, I
0: mean, there's an argument to be made for each one, but whose whose property rights are being violated? I would I would I would say arguably, you cannot have a settlement there in that situation without violating someone's property rights. And that's where you absolutely have to have government step in well, and make some kind of regulation. It,
1: it, it kind of goes like to um, there's an area of the 710 freeway that they wanted to connect between, I think it's south of Alhambra and north of uh, like Pasadena. And it runs through South Pasadena. And they wanted to connect that highway. And originally they wanted to put the highway right through the community and the community went up in arms and the arguments were like, yeah, but this is going to be really helpful for traffic Mm -hmm. and like the greater number of people. And the community was like, yeah, but this is going to destroy our community. So then they wanted to build a tunnel and the tunnel was like, and the community's like, we don't want you tunneling under our houses. We don't trust you. Also it's an astronomical amount of money to tunnel and it's really not going to alleviate traffic that much. So there's vested interests on both ends. It's like, which community do you choose to benefit? Because you could say with the argument of both sides, like, well, which would benefit the most amount of people? That's Obviously, what I would argue, yeah. But what happens when you don't know that answer to that question? Right. Like when you're tunneling through or putting a highway through a community. Right. Like, are we really benefiting the most amount of people to allow people to get from point A to point B a little bit quicker? Or are we destroying a whole community of, you know, say 40,000 people Um, And, you know, because it would it would go right through the main
2: like literally right through the main street. Let me ask. Let me ask this. Why? Why is that the goal? Like, why is this utilitarian like the most amount of people who are benefited? I'm I'm
1: assuming that's just a metric for determining these kinds of impossible problems is like, well, how many you know? and, And we are we live in a democracy where majority rules is one of the major principles. So I'm assuming like the utilitarian approach of just like, well, Who's going to be happier? I mean, that's the way one way of approaching it. I would love to hear if there's something.
0: Didn't you do you like? Isn't the whole point of life, um, ha- <laughs> happiness? Right. Yes. To to be to be as happy as we possibly can be.
1: We'll get and, your dicks <laughs> so yeah.
0: And as part of yeah. that, like let's say let's say your life was doomed. Let's say you were um you know we we talked about this a while ago the trolley problem which is a car oh, yeah. hurtling hurtling down like a cliffside and there's a group of pedestrians right and if if the brakes malfunction. And the computer is, you know, controlling the car. The computer has the decision to make: does it save the driver or does it plow through the pedestrians? Mm-hmm. So, what would you say the answer to that trolley problem should be?
2: So, this is like an academic question, and it no, ha- it's
0: a real question. This is something that, that that actual programmers have to consider now.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, so that I think would be very clear is like, uh, so this is the, the reason I say that is because it's an extreme example, like. It's not something that would happen every day, but like but the extreme example is just an
1: it's not like there's a right or
2: wrong answer, it's just an indication of how you approach life. Well, there's always a right answer. Like uh, yeah, no, but, I don't think there is. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: there there isn't and it, it, I mean I'll let you finish your point, but like the extreme examples are what the laws are made for to protect people. So for example, in in society the number of people who are trans are less than like 2%. It's it's like real it's tiny. Yep. It's not it's almost non-existent. It's a blip. Way less than 2%. It's like way less yeah. than 2%. It's like nothing. It's like maybe 1% yep. of the population are transsexual and then we have all these laws that people are you know spending all this time trying to pass and protect and they're like oh my god we it's a, such a big deal if we let a trans person take a take a shit in our bathroom so those 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 yeah. those uh, exceptions oftentimes set the rules and we have to make rules that kind of you know look at the extreme scenarios like the extreme cases
1: 0.6 percent 0. 0. 0.6 identify as transgendered
0: And yet, how much much ink has been spilled in the last couple of years just on transsexual rights?
1: And then one2 to 6.8% of the adult population identifying as LGBT. And that came from the internet. So who knows if that's true? Oh,
2: there you go. Oh, I believe it. But even so, I don't think that, yeah, I don't think that they should set, they should, well, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, the right answer is that individual rights are, like, exist and they're necessary. Like, life, liberty, and property for you scoping that out into like the most amount of people or ho- however many people this group has and then adjusting those rights doesn't make any sense because now like there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer. What Um
0: well, What's the answer in the, the trolley problem? problem
2: yeah. I would say like if you buy a car and it says like, and you know, it, it's gonna, it, it should keep like, yeah, plow into a group of people or save the driver. I would say like the, it's the person who bought the car. Like they should be like the, I would say that they should, it, it, should, tr- it should keep the driver safe like no matter what. Um
0: so you're trumping yeah. you're trumping the rights of far more individuals over the over the rights of one individual. What if what if the person I mean the, you could make that argument that say okay the person uh, a pedestrian every pedestrian should carry around a fucking bazooka and in that situation they should take the fucking car out. Like that's an insane argument because you're if you say that the individual right is always going to trump a group's rights, well there's many many cases where individuals could justifiably harm an entire group of people to save themselves.
2: So I realize a lot of people get frustrated when I make my arguments like over voicemails, maybe (laughs) because (laughs) because like they're sort of they're not very specific or when people want to get into like details or extremes like this. I don't have very detailed answers. But the reason I don't is because there's context like all of these situations have context that would you would need to accurately decide like who is responsible or what the right course of action is. Based on the context, because we live in a reality of context, we don't live in a world of abstractions, and we don't live in a world where there's a trolley about to hit five people or one person. What's do, more valuable? Though,
0: it's like they're Teslas, the Teslas have auto driving. We're gonna have more and more auto driving, uh, you know, in the coming days and years. Like, for example, we have this technology, I believe some trains have a technology to detect obstacles in their path. Like, say, for example, there is, uh, you know, there's literally a car stopped on the tracks, and the train uh could, you know, plow through and kill that pedestrian or maybe the plane uh, or excuse me, the train has an option to jump off the tracks and destroy itself. I mean, that's an absurd. That's an absurd outcome. No train engineer would ever make a train that destroys itself to save one person.
2: Yeah. And it's also arbitrary. Like the the reason principles are valuable is because you can take them and apply them to day to day normal life, not because you can use them to explain why Tesla should crash into people over, save like, Instead of saving the driver, that's the reason principles are valuable. Okay, and that's how you should use them.
0: But but the, no, see the principle again. You're t- you're using the word principle as if it means anything. It doesn't. Which <laughs> principles? Which principles? Because here's here's an argument I could I could make to justifiably like you uh, commit mass murder if you think that an entire football stadium is a threat to your life, mm-hmm. right? And your property rights. Well then. That person is gonna march in there and say, "Hey, I feel my threat, my property's threatened. You guys are making too much noise. I'm gonna like take out this entire fucking stadium. I'm gonna bulldoze it yeah. because the noise is bothering me and it's disrupting my property rights." Where do like you have to acknowledge on some level that the group property rights trumps the individual property rights? Not always, but sometimes.
2: No, never. <laughs> 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 I don't
0: Look, think, is.
1: but we would if
2: that was the case, we wouldn't live in the society that we do. Like, we wouldn't have the country that we do right now. The reason we have rights are for living in a social sp- You wouldn't need rights if you were alone on an island. The reason we have them is so that we don't infringe on other people, like to, to live among people and not infringe. So, if I have the right to life, liberty, and property, so do they, which means I, I and if I'm going to live among them, I shouldn't, um, like invalidate their rights because implicitly you're saying my rights aren't valid if i kill somebody or steal from them you're basically saying it's okay to kill me or steal me because i don't believe i have these rights to begin with
0: so so let's let's go back to the hollywood sign example because it's it's one that we can talk about the intentions right yeah what if what if the you know some city wide city council commission came came uh, came to the city and said look we think that it's violating our rights to make money right? I want to be, be able to make money by selling things to tourists at night who want to take pictures of the Hollywood sign. It'll drive foot traffic to Hollywood. Places will stay open later. Uh, we'll, it'll just like stimulate the economy. You're Trump. You're violating my rights to do business as I see fit because this house, these, these three or four individuals, whatever number of houses they have up there, are deciding that they don't want the light pollution to come in. So, there's an argument to be made for both people's property rights there's so let's say the city council votes you know what fuck it let's turn on the lights at night let's see the hollywood sign lit up and they have good intentions the intentions are that you know it's going to stimulate uh, the economy whatever but the bad outcome, potentially, is that property value next to the Hollywood sign drops because no one wants to live there if there's so much traffic.
2: Yeah, I, I also don't think that is a good intention. It's like my my intention is to stimulate the economy. I think that's a weird way to to have a goal. Your goal should be I want to make money and I have a right to make money. That's the you same don't have, thing. But you don't have a right to specifically make money in, in, in this like, oh, well, I want to make money off of tourism. So these people need to like change their – change their property for for my way to make money that's not how it works
0: but it's not changing i mean you can literally what about what about this example dreadmere let's say let's say that uh you know let's just keep the status quo the okay. hollywood lo- uh, hot sign is not lit up at night no one can go in there but what if i just from my fucking house or balcony or whatever want to shine a laser beam into their living room
3: mm-hmm.
0: who's i mean is that a part is that a violation of someone's rights
2: it, i mean uh yeah, I mean, like like an even better example would be like if somebody's like burning tires in their backyard and the smoke is getting into your backyard, uh, it's like... It's like, oh, well, they're doing it on their property, right? It's like, but I would say like that isn't infringing on the other person's property rights. Like when you buy property implicitly, you should be allowed to breathe on that property. Like other people living should not impede you from living. Like that's all there is to it. And if everybody had it divided in that way, you wouldn't have these issues where it's like, well, we need the government to come in and build a freeway because it'd be better for everybody. Every time you make these arguments like, oh, it would be better for the most people or the economy. That's when you're like, well, I guess we have to have the government step in. I'm saying you wouldn't have to do that if property rights were respected. Okay, what? I- <laughs> so, how the fuck would we have a highway? Privatized highway?
1: Because it goes. Well, how, but, but, how but would what, that ever how happen? How would that ever happen?
2: I don't. Again, so, like, these are the details where there'd be context.
1: Again, there's like
2: detail. But, uh, yeah. There's
1: <laughs> there's life lot. is
0: detail. I mean, what happened? I was just, I was driving the other day uh, with Rucka. I was uh, oh, hanging okay. out with Rucka, and we were driving, and I looked. We passed this, like, uh, this, this pass by a canyon where I saw a bunch of netting on the side of the hill. And the netting was there to prevent rocks from sliding down onto the freeway. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's a government job. Because no fucking private individual or company is going to be tasked with doing that. Because, first of all, what profit is there to be made from that?
2: There's also wet floor signs in every Walmart that you go to in hospital. Because if you get hurt on their property, they're going to be held responsible. And, like, I don't necessarily know that, like the details of how that should be handled. But I imagine the same response would be taken in this case, too, if there was a highway and there was potential rocks falling on people and the company said, oh, well, people aren't going to use our highway if they think they can get crushed, so we should put up nets. I don't think that it's only government.
0: Okay, but then what ha- What happens if that company goes out of business and no one wants to take care of that freeway? Then what happens?
2: Nobody's going to want to take it. I-, I don't see that being the case. Again, like people operate on their motivation. But it if happens, can, man. If, so if we need it, someone's going to buy it and monetize it. If it's something that we need, and no, like, like, oh, we all need water, but nobody wants to collect it. Like, <laughs> so
0: what? If, so what if like some company just comes in, like, buys this, privatizes it? Every every there's no, there there would be no standardization. There's no standard system that like
1: you, you have, know. Oh, the only people who can't afford it are the people who can't afford it. Yeah, and fuck everybody else. And, and, if, and what because if, they don't need to. It's a privatized highway. You got to pay a toll to get there. Yeah,
0: and here's a real example. What if they decide to discriminate against uh, politically? What if they decide that they're not going to let Republicans drive on that it, highway? It's like
1: what you're saying is a system that can quickly divulge into a very classist system of the have and the have-nots, which we already have, like, let's be honest. But it's like I feel like the the unintended consequences of your good intentions
2: could be a system that is even more divided than what we have now. Well, for, I mean, the system is not uh, something that I'm considering, really. But, like, what I am saying is that— uh, if if there there the only way that people can take advantage of these kinds of situations is with government intervention if somebody had a highway that was highly used and then they decided you know what we're going to raise the prices because everyone's using our highway Somebody else would make an, another highway, like right next to it, or well, yeah, in the same way. Well, that's a big
3: assumption.
0: What if there's already a house there? Who? What if you can't? What if there's? I mean, there's so many places, like Los Angeles, and New York, and Chicago, and, and you know, San Francisco. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Rob. I'm, I'm okay, gonna use my your, buzzer because we haven't buzzer. even got to me yet. Yeah, okay, what was? You, what oh, that's you right. Gonna say, okay, yeah. what's the debate again? Because I feel
0: like we've got yeah, so yeah, goddamn yeah. off court. Okay, do good intentions
1: justify bad outcomes? No, they don't justify bad outcomes. And they don't excuse bad outcomes, but it's a way for you to understand why the bad outcome occurred. You can't justify it. You can't say, well, I mean, I had a noble intention, so I'm sorry. It's because uh, just a, like a good intentions are subjective. So one person's good intention can be somebody else's like, no, man, that's fucking evil. I mean, that's right. all throughout history is what right. leaders who think they're doing something right. And it's like, no, man, that's some evil ass shit. Communism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. All of it. All the isms. <laughs> so to me, it's like it's, it's such a subjective thing to say that like, it doesn't justify the bad actions, uh, but it is a, a lens in which you can look through and gain understanding. But I wouldn't use the word justify. I would uh, strongly disagree.
0: Well, before the the show, uh, Dreadmere, you and I we, and and Ron, we were talking about eugenics, right? Eugenics is a, I think, a classic. Was that example. a protein powder? You, yeah, you.
1: It <laughs> does sound like something you buy at GNC. Right?
2: There actually is a pro, like some kind of protein or something that's called Newgenics.
1: New, newgenics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this ain't your daddy's eugenics. Yeah, but this there's a black. It's like
2: a black guy in the commercial who's like doing the advertising. There's like a lot of uh, ethnicities in the crowd that he's talking to about it. So I think. They're fine, but it is called Every, eugenics. You know, everyone's right?
0: got like perfect teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's still
1: a weird thing to name your product. Yeah, you know. new new based genics.
2: on the just the, the. But yes, go on.
1: Yeah,
0: so so eugenics is a, is a classic example of an argument that you can make where, um, you know, the intent the intent is we should try to better the entire human race, but the way they do it is. Oftentimes horrific yeah. uh, by weeding out people with.
1: A lot of the, that original eugenics argument came out of uh, professors in California. Did w- it really? Which is what the uh, Nazis latched onto. When they were creating their like platform, yeah, you know, I what? mean, I know all of our arguments end up at Nazis anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, but like when you say eugenics, that's where it's going. God, but is that law. came yeah. harshly came. I mean, like from
2: Spartans did that, right? Like they would kill people that were smaller or, or like like retarded, and like Vikings did the same thing. Like they kept the most attractive women, and like
1: I mean, they did that. We, we do that with like when breeding, uh, you know, foxes or, or dogs. They would like you know kill the the dogs that showed um, were aggressive. Yeah to the animal and then you know over generations you know you make a more i mean gentle dog or whatever
0: hell i do that with my uh, fan forum it's called maddox university for geniuses and babes who are geniuses only that's hot Wait, babes so, so hot, hot babes,
1: babes and, and how could a genius not know the name of his own forum
0: uh, yeah i know I, I change it sometimes i mean i invented it, i can change it whatever i want Ron, it's on the changing so constantly. just i just want
2: to clarify really quick here so you're so for eugenics maddox okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is that what you said?
0: Well, Big you know, there's, there's, yeah. there's nuance and context and, and well, uh, you know, principles. Well, it's more like the
2: new Jennings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Go on. <laughs>
0: yeah, look, like the argument can be made for like the the people who argue for eugenics,
1: yeah, that <laughs> they had noble intentions. They have when noble they came intentions. Up with it. They're right. Like, we want to become a better as a species, as a species, as a society. But then the practice of it is truly horrific. It's yeah. Oftentimes it's been
0: truly horrific. So Ron, uh, interesting. You mentioned that the Nazis kind of latched onto this uh, California philosophy. These from these uh, professors in, in California, which I don't know if that's the case. That's that's mind blowing. But this is something other people don't know too. There was a big Nazi bunker in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and a lot of people oh, yeah. a lot of people outside. And they closed it down a while ago, but it was like way over in the hills and it was, it was uh
1: to, be- to planning for the inevitable at the time they thought that they would then, you know, conquer Europe and then come over to America. And this was a place to kind of get things started. Get a home and base. And get yeah. a home base, get a compound, mm-hmm. get all the flags together. you Nazi's gonna have a lot of flags. And and this is mind
0: blowing. But I just saw a video recently about it where there was a Nazi rally in New York, and this was in like time like Times Square. It was uh, what's the big park that they have
1: there? The uh, Grand Central Park?
0: Not Grand Central. I, I don't know. It was like one of their big Prospect Park. Yeah, it was like one of the big parks or something. They Those had were a big the gathering. two big
1: parks, <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever. It was like some place that they had a huge rally in New York, and um, this was not like. Just Nazis. This was like Americans going down there. This they were like supporting them and saluting them. Yeah. And there was a there was like some Jewish guys like who ran up on stage and tried to disrupt the rally and the cops. The American, the US cops went and tackled those Jewish guys and took them off stage.
1: We were it was like America for and still is, but for a long time it was very extremely anti-semitic. I mean, we turned back boats of Jewish people yeah. who were looking as refugees and there was a lot of people who like didn't want to come out against the nazis like they were in private they're like yeah this is fucked up but they didn't come out in public because a lot of america was super anti-semitic at the time
0: so what if yeah so what if you have let's let's play in this 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 dreadmere world where uh all the universities are privatized Mm -hmm. because if we go back to a time in this country and it's scary how, how quickly we could fall back into these times but of segregation mm-hmm. where you have universities turning away black people mm-hmm. saying, we don't want you. We don't think you should be able to attend this university. Well, if that's the case mm-hmm. and all the universities are privatized, essentially what you can do is shut out a certain race, a certain group of people, yeah. and say, we're not going to educate you. You would say that that's okay under this uh, – this, ideal oh, no. property right can, I, right. can I
1: can I answer for treadmill? Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, obviously Maddox, that's not okay. In your extreme example that you put in, what would happen is that people from that whatever who's being blocked out would start their own university uh-huh. and then they would
2: be educated
1: there. Okay. Th- yeah. Uh, I got it?
2: maybe the second part but the first part is yes that would be a perfectly legitimate to turn away races to turn away sexualities to turn away trans people that's perfectly legitimate under property rights just like you don't have to let every single person that wants to go into your home into your home and if you have a business or a university you have the same rights now i want to be very clear I, i don't like that i wouldn't like if people did that um and i would be With everybody who would, who may be protesting that business, saying, like, we're not going to go to that university or we're not going to do this and we're going to start our own university, I would be with that side. But that doesn't change the fact that that right is legitimate. You're perfectly allowed to do that. All
0: right. We got a super chat in the chat room from uh, DigXFig. He says, if Rucka was here, he'd school all of you in a second. Uh, (laughs) 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 Well, we will probably be continuing this debate over Korean barbecue with uh, Rucka (laughs) and Dreadmere and Ron at some point. Yeah. But, um,
2: yeah, uh, I know. I know people don't like hearing that. Like, it's like it is an example that is, and it's not extreme. Like, it's well, definitely like possible that.
0: Yeah, but th- this 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 absurdist argument of like absolute property rights is bullshit. And I'll tell you why. Look at fucking Malibu. Here's something that again, people who don't live in California don't know, but there is a lot of wealthy residents in Malibu who buy houses along the beach, and then they think they own the fucking property. They own the beach
1: as well. What's worse is that the prop the explosion of population in california from the 70s to now is ridiculous like it's like doubled in like population size yeah. so all these lots in malibu are getting sold so they could build their houses on them yeah great like, cool and they could do that and they just Except own it now there's wildfires that happen mm-hmm. and after the wildfires there's mudslides that happen yeah. and now people keep and it's the thing is is we shouldn't have been selling homes in these places to begin with because they are like high instances of natural disasters that always happen and then all their homes get and then everybody's got to be oh god we got to help the people of malibu and now we're like we got to rebuild and it's like no you shouldn't be allowed to build in certain places
2: okay so this was uh i'm gonna i'm gonna channel rucka since he's not here but there was a he gave a speech at an event that we went to called the kilroy events and in that like one of the things that people come up with for like arguing against property rights is kind of like a scarcity argument kind of kind of sounds like similar to what you're saying or like there's certain places that need to be built on and others that wouldn't or shouldn't be or we don't have enough what the the kind of rational society that i'm talking about would like uh, the, the sky is the limit like there's cities on top of cities we're talking if you if like all of the unused land that governments that owns is not being used no no sorry and,
0: sorry to interrupt uh that's not the argument ron was making he was saying that developing houses on right. those hills yeah. created mudslides yeah that destroyed houses below them
2: yeah and i think that i think that we would adjust the environment so that people like if someone really wants to buy it buy an area in a area that, buy property in an area that's dangerous it would be on them to make sure that it's safe and i think it would be a lot easier to afford and do that if 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 everybody's standard of living was raised to the point where, where like um we didn't have to go through government and all these kinds of things to make sure that it's safe to begin with, like I don't I, I it's just weird for me to think like, oh well like like I'm not saying you should live in a volcano, but I'm saying if you live in a place that's like prone to like mudslides or wildfires, you should take precautions. Um, and not expect the government to just like well, usher people out, or you know what I mean. Okay. Like, but the government you know, has the, to come in and rescue these people. Wait, wait no,
0: before before we even get to that point, <laughs> what if you buy a house in the '70s, right, on the on a foothill, yeah. and then okay, you shouldn't expect you shouldn't expect the government come come in and like save you and fix you or whatever, change property rights. Yeah. But someone after you bought your property bought the the property above yours that changed the landscape in a way that put yours at at risk in jeopardy.
1: And then a mudslide happened, and that house falls on top of your
0: house. Yes. How's that fair? So... And, and by the way real quick before you answer I did see a message from Taylor he retracted the chat room but I'm still gonna read it he said did Ron just make the argument that nobody should live in Malibu <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that's what he said I
0: think he did yeah I yeah. think
2: I did yeah, yeah
0: and because pa- and because Taylor <laughs> Taylor revoked it people are like well what what the hell did Taylor <laughs> say
2: here <laughs> Taylor yeah. must
1: have said something super racist
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about eugenics. he swears <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, think, right. I have some
1: good ideas that's all I
0: want to say alright Dreadman I'm sorry I'm gonna give you a chance to this respond.
2: sounds like the argument you made before where it's like, well, what if somebody buys the property around your property and now you yes. can't leave your house? Yeah. Okay. So that's infringing on your rights. You, you're not oh. free to leave your house. Okay. Not.
0: Then let's get back to this. so you Same should, thing. Do you think that people should be able to buy beach property? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> now it's possible. There's a very limited amount of coast in yeah. the United States on either side, the Atlantic and the Pacific. Yeah. So you're saying under your looney tunes universe yeah that every every single square inch of that coast can be sold to personal private property developers and they could they, then they could say okay we're not going to let any ships harbor we're not going to have any fucking shipments from china or japan or anything anymore because it's my backyard and you don't have i should i don't have to let you fucking no, harbor there'd in be
1: here. a private company that would allow the shipping companies in i don't and they would you know, own that section of you would hope
0: you would hope these are all hopeful arguments is that what you would say
2: i i think that that could that that could be a decision that some like everybody would make? But like it it doesn't make any sense. Like I'm, I'm saying, that's not what they would do. What they would do is they would want to. it So again, we're talking about intentions, and you're talking about it like in 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 the vein of like applying to the most people. And I'm I'm saying if if you. Start with yourself and want the most for yourself. Then I don't see why people would do that. Like they would want to make more money. If this is a, a place of transports, then they they would have to go through them and they would make money. It's like I don't see why people would just talk like not make money just for the sake of like screwing people over. There are I guess
1: lots you, of examples. Do you would you say that most people? I guess you live in a, uh. You would say that most people are logical, rational, rational, rational no. logical people like uh, at, at their core. Mm. I, I, I think that they the, could in, be in the
2: system that you're kind of saying is you're kind of appealing to people's rational logic selves. I'm saying living in that system, you would be there would be more rational logical people. I don't know that like a lot of people would agree with that now in like our current system, but like definitely in what I'm talking about, it would be a rational society. Um, I think everybody could be that way, but I think a lot of Dredmer's
1: um, principles and good intentions actually are good for society. I. Don't know if we agree in the execution of them, but I don't think there's any harm in adopting some of them because I do think it would like living like that with this sense of self and the sense of like kind of having a a grounded principle that's kind of driving you is like a good thing. But I just don't necessarily agree with the the outcome of all of it.
0: Well, it sounds like we can all agree that there should be more executions. All right, so, uh, <laughs> of of, of uh, ideas, of principles, right? right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, guys, <laughs> well, this could go on. This is a really fascinating debate. I feel like we um kind of delved into property rights but that's a really good example of when you have good intentions right our, our intention at the outset i think that if you write down it's a great bumper sticker <laughs> ind- individual property rights all the way man i'm I'm all there, for it there's but, this, like
1: intentions of uh i was listening to this podcast about they they dumped a bunch of tires like a shit ton of tires into the ocean hmm. like it's like five square miles of fucking tires thinking it would become a great reef for fishes no tires don't work like that they just leached everything out of the rubber tires and now it's this massive um i think it's way more than five square miles it's this massive dead zone
2: oh and so
1: now people are like well, that didn't work, and now they realize that they sometimes instead they sink like old boats and stuff like that, and those become reefs and active places for fish and ecosystems and yada yada yada. But there was that noble intention there of like let's make a reef, and then they did it, and it was like well that didn't work, and now you have this dead zone and thousands of tires, and nobody's gonna go back and pick up those yeah, tires.
2: no one's. They're gonna... just
1: all down there. And, and by the way, off it, the Florida coast.
0: was that the was that a government project or a private company that did that?
2: Don't know. Okay, but again, so- the problem with that is pragmatism. It's saying let's try something because I think it'll work not because it's based on any individual values what i'm saying is your good intention I, I mean it could have been based on individual values of people who wanted to see like yeah. more life in the ocean selfish. we don't know that well selfish values it's not it, like that's what they should be based what if it's
0: commercial, on what if it's commercial vi- yeah oh you're saying they should it should it be, should be. okay that's fine so the interest in self pursuit like the self pursuit there is let's say some company says hey look if we um reinvigorate this this uh, create more what would you call it coral reef or whatever uh, yeah
1: like a coral reef
0: coral yeah. reef like, let's do that and it's going to spur tourism which we can then profit off of mm-hmm. that's a selfish motive same thing with the uh, you know the people People selling trinkets on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. If they light up the sign at night, they'll be able to sell more. They'll be able to stay open later. Be able to make more money. Mm-hmm. But because someone else's rights, like sometimes your individual rights, in uh, necessarily infringe on another person's. And I'll give you two examples: airspace and ground space. Let's say you buy a house. Who owns the airspace above your house? Can someone fly a drone over it? And who owns the ground space? Well, you would argue, I do. I should be able to build a basement if I want. Well, what if someone wants to build their fucking house right under yours?
2: Yeah, that's, um... How far down does it go? How far up does it go? go? I think it's like 30 feet for a house, or 60 feet or something like that. Yeah, well, who
0: regulated that? I would...
2: (laughs) I mean, it should be the... (laughs) (laughs) It should be the person who owns the property. That's what I would say. Tell like, the core
0: what of the are they going to have? Like, like, how, giant how fucking do signs
1: don't fly up this high.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you go past the core of the earth to the other side of China? Like, <laughs> hey, guys, I bought this house over nine minutes ago. Sorry, you can't build it in here. Yeah. That's, <laughs> what I, property rights. that's what I meant. That's what I
2: meant. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was talking about.
1: (laughs) Pop your head on the other side, like, "Uh, excuse me.
0: Uh, No, no. (laughs) All right, guys. This this has been a fun debate. There's so much we could argue here. Um, But vote on madcastmedia.com on which side of the debate. Again, do good intentions justify bad outcomes? And also, Dreadmere's up for a promotion or demotion. We'll find out next time he's on the show. But we should move on to. A recap of last week's debate. Last week we debated, so that was the the big uh, debate we had about Gillette razors. They yeah. came out with that advertisement yeah. that was somewhat controversial because um, you know they said, "Is this the best a man can get?" And then they showed a bunch of examples of men uh, groping women and bullying people, and uh, and then the message again, good intentions. The message was, we shouldn't bully, we shouldn't mm-hmm. harass, we shouldn't uh, you know sexually assault and and catcall and all these terrible things. But the uh the outcome was it a good one? And that's that's one we could uh, we could even look at. We did, oh, man, we should we, we should have talked about that the whole <laughs> having a real uh, real good tie into this fucking thing. Well anyway, I asked the audience, regardless of whether or not you agree, is the intent of the Gillette ad positive or negative? And with 82% of the vote positive. Oh huh. that's surprising from this audience. Well, look at that. Look at you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it'd be a bunch of uh, MRA shitheads voting. So they said
2: that it helped? No, no, Uh, they
0: said the intent was good. Oh. Would you agree, right?
2: I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I mean, I think they thought it was good. Yeah.
0: Well, there's two possible intentions that they had with that advertisement one is social change, and two is to make money. Do you think that either of those intents are good? Uh, Positive social change, I should say.
2: Not positive social change. Uh, I mean, maybe if that's like the world you want to live in. I don't know. But like, yeah. They I don't they have, think they're
1: that. motivated by their individual value of making money. Ooh. And they're looking through the lens of using positive social change as a way of making money.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, is that a good thing? I mean, I guess, but yeah, I guess it's a good intention. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, it's a weird way to go about it because it's 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 like it's kind of dishonest right like it's kind of saying like these things are important to me but really like i don't know i guess it's like a motivational speaker right it's like a guy who's making money off of telling people like to live for themselves and stuff it's like he's isn't that every influencer it's a lot of them definitely a lot of them i don't know it's hard to say if they had good intentions i can't really can't really tell
0: um. Well, the answer is they did have good intentions. Okay. Um, <laughs> then I asked the second part of the debate was, "Are companies selling us razors or gelectures? And with seventy six percent of the vote, razors. No, they're selling us Gillette I that was, <laughs> I wrote that to make it sound that I biased that that uh, that question so that you guys would answer a certain way, and you didn't. Pay attention to my biases. <laughs> okay. <idiots. laughs> <laughs> All right, before we move on, I got a shit ton of voicemail. Dreadmere, I got some voicemail I saved for you as well. Oh,
2: good. I'm getting ass blasted again? Uh, a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. I, mean, I think you'll be surprised. I was surprised when I heard these voicemails. But, Ron, before we get to that, let's hear your Babcock tip. What do you got for us this Uh,
1: week? What kind of mat do you guys have in your
2: bathroom?
0: I got a, um, a cloth mat.
2: Alright, Yeah, like,
0: like a fuzzy one.
2: Uh, It's like a towel, but it's a mat, but it has like a towel kind of texture.
1: Yeah, so I want you guys to go to your, your bathroom, I want you to pick up those mats, and I want you to toss those right in the garbage. Okay. Okay? <laughs> I want you to toss your disgusting, little dirty, fucking, washcloth uh, mat. First of all, Maddox, don't even, because I just went to your bathroom, and the mat isn't even there. Yeah, because yeah, so they hold it li- on the
0: side so people don't step on it with their shoes. What do oh. you have to
1: think about that, Ron? Oh, so the whole purpose of having a mat, you're just... Not using it because you it- don't want to be used for its original intent?
0: No, its original intent is when you get out of the shower so you don't make the floor wet.
1: No, I'm talking about the mat outside of your bathtub. Like the yeah, one, that yeah, one, yeah, yeah, that's,
0: that's used when you get out of the shower, the, yeah. The yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, so you put moisture it. on that and you wash it, and it yeah. looks good for like a day, yeah. And then it's disgusting for the rest of the right. two weeks until you wash, you it, wash again. it again. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So for most of the time your mat is in existence, it's disgusting. What if you guys didn't use a fucking cloth mat? What if you took it out of your brain that cloth is the only thing that can do things? You chuck that shit in the garbage. You go to Bed Bath and Beyond or Amazon. You get yourself a teak bath mat. Teak, teak made out of wood. Ooh. Wood looks good oh. in any bathroom decor. Oh, We've shit. had it for fucking years. You've I'm right. telling you, man. Yeah, this we have had wood for a while. Looks fucking tight. That no, we. My, tight. my girlfriend and I have <laughs> oh, had one okay. in my our bathroom for years. And I was looking at him like this thing is fine. Like it, I mean, it doesn't sop up water like a cloth mat, but I don't. Want it to? Is like it I raised? Just, it is. It's a little bit raised. Oh, gosh, feels good on the feet. Kind of a little yeah, nice. yeah I do like it that. And it looks tight. And it's, I swear, you don't need to wash it. All you need to do is just pick it up. You sweep, yeah, anytime you sweep your bathroom and then, you know, shake it out, you're good to go. Oh, so man. that's my tip is i uh, throw your cloth mats in the garbage, you get yourself a teak mat.
0: Damn it, Ron. You really pulled the rug out from underneath me, literally. Uh, uh.
1: It's actually more of the teak mat. <laughs> the teak.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was ready to shit on this so hard because I was like, I fucking Dude, wash my teak Ron. I know where time. you're
1: going with this. The club soda bitters. You texted me. You're like, club soda and bitters. Not bad. I like yeah. it. I'm like, I'm <laughs> telling you.
0: <laughs> you drink, I ordered it three times since he told me I texted, ron,
3: <laughs> I,
0: I texted ron like after last week's episode ron's ron's babcock tip was club soda and bitters yeah and if like, you're looking
1: for uh if you're at a bar and you just don't want to start drinking but don't want to have water mm-hmm. it's like saves money kind of maybe have one less drink than right. you would otherwise especially if you're driving
0: yeah and also i was i happened to be on a date and i was like you know i've been drinking a lot tonight you know if we if this date ends up in pound town i'm not like i want my my junk to work i better like
1: <laughs> i better cool it on the whiskey this is what you uh told her
0: <laughs> no. You
1: know, if we're going to make a stop thinking. in Pound Town.
2: Yeah. You know what?
0: Yeah, I was just thinking it might be a detour in Pound Town. And
2: then uh, I, was... I think this was the girl driving the car that he was yelling in before about how to yeah, park. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then...
1: <laughs>
0: oh, she was so That's not the on. way
1: to get to Pound Town. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you guys don't know the direction.
1: Also, I'm always like a little suspect of any man who uses the words poundtown. Pound Town. <laughs>
0: girls like that shit. It's my romance <laughs> language. Uh yeah, anyway, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to cool it on the cuz also I don't want to be drunk. You might have
1: stopped in Turdburg before we had to pound Town. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, it's just good in general, not to get like too sloppy, especially like, like on dates, first dates that sort of thing. I was so
1: happy when you messaged me that. That made yeah. me so happy. Yeah,
0: I, I did. And it, it was the first time I tried it. Oh, you know what? It wasn't a it wasn't a date. It was uh, I was with my friend Brad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you guys go to Poundtown? Town? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no we just got burgers <laughs> we got burgers sounds like time. a nice day yeah but i didn't want to get too drunk because then still i still want my junk to work no matter what <laughs> I, I you know you don't know you don't know what, what could happen I is was that like, a
2: principle of yours it's, it's
0: a principle of mine right? okay. man i'm sweating i'm too nervous talking about this shit <laughs> but anyway yeah um i tried the soda and bitters and first of all it's a it's a delicious drink people underestimate how good bitters are!
1: A nice little floral little kick, yeah. You
0: know what? And I I watched them make the drink several times at bars, and the bitters are not a, a thing. I, I you know some bars make it their own in house, and they, they you know it's like kind of a concoction of berries and things like that, and with like some aromatics, like you were saying.
1: Yeah, the, I use the Angus I Can't I always forget the name of it? But it's in a, it has a yellow tip, and it has this kind of crazy label on it. Yeah, that's like, like a paper like, label. Yeah, but it's not like a fixed completely. It's like wrinkly. It's yeah. like Angus bitters. I believe.
0: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and it tastes so good. It tastes like. Uh, christmas in a drink plus yeah. soda mm-hmm. I, I wish they made sodas that tasted like bitters i would drink that shit you don't shit have only... to you just add bitters what a manly fucking <laughs> yeah but run, if i'm in a fucking the first, vending machine
1: the first time you get it it does kind of taste like a weird like aftershave and yeah. then but then you kind of love it i
0: love it yeah, yeah. i'm and totally it, addicted it, and to it. it did make it so that i didn't want to drink maybe it maybe it's just like psychological because because placebos work on me
1: it's good for your uh digestion too is it really yeah, yeah it's good bubbles. oh well club soda is a uh, little soda water with bubbles
0: delicious drink but anyway, we should get on to some Just Send me uh, if any
1: of you are listening at home, send me a picture of you guys like standing on a teak bath mat re- drinking a club soda bitters while reading The Simple Path to Wealth by JL Collins. Great. And that'll be the tr- to the Trinity. <laughs> well, and, uh, in one- tips.
0: and juggling lint balls in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <That's> <laughs> <laughs> the
0: ultimate, yeah, uh, the, the ultimate Babcock yeah, tip, yeah, yeah, um, that's right. enlightenment,
2: right? Yeah, there you yeah. go.
0: <laughs> well, we should get to some voicemail. So, I got this voicemail. We got a bunch of people fired up about our debate about the Gillette ads from last week. Um, I'll start out with one, but talking about just like Gillette and how this, the company hasn't ever done anything for this guy. Listen to this.
3: Hey, Lord Maddox, another Minnesotan calling. I think the problem with why people don't really respect Gillette's opinion is that Gillette has never done anything for anybody else. Maybe if Gillette uh, had come to my aid after my car broke down and made a ride to the airport at 5 a.m., then I would really respect Gillette's opinion. But, as it turns out, they just sell me razors. So, in conclusion, Gillette can suck my spaghetti, and by spaghetti, I mean my meatballs, and by my meatballs, I mean my fat fucking dick. Amen.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I think that's a nod to the helpful Honda ads.
1: I think it would also be interesting if this is like. If this is truly um, something that they just to cash in on the moment, or if they're going to actually start, it it just be it depends on what they do next. Well, like I, is this a pattern or is this a one off?
0: I was telling Dreadmere before the show that this may set. I think it may set a pattern because um, overall, when the ad came out, the it was an overall overwhelmingly negative response to it. It was something like uh, you know like five or six downvotes to one. Now it's point seven two to one like the oh, uh yeah interesting. It's, so it's almost leveled out it's almost leveled out yeah so i feel it's... like
2: the pattern was kind of set by nike right well maybe yeah. before that no. but like as far as recent time like nike definitely was like we're gonna take a stance on like one controversial side and it was you know it's not really controversial but like they're they're the ones picking a side and you know i think gillette kind of did the same thing like that's kind of what it looks like to me
0: yeah we're in this weird era where companies are having to make political statements
1: like but Papa John's. Yeah, it's also weird like how like what you consume now yeah. is also like what you believe in politically. Yeah, yeah I think
2: that's stupid. Like yeah. like I was going to make a sketch about this like where it's like I'm like eating something and like talking on the phone and doing all this stuff and it's like oh so you're like a SJW like great like whatever. And it's like no, I'm just like eating a pizza. It's like no you're not. Like you're supporting Yeah,
1: like if you're eating like a chicken sandwich in front of Hobby Lobby. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just like it, so it's I guess you can. I mean, I guess some people can just go and eat at Chick Fil A, and it's like I'm just eating at Chick Fil A. But some people can choose to make it a very political statement as well.
0: Yeah, and some people, some people won't use Uber anymore because, and and this is like a, you know, like a deep cut. Like a while ago, during there was some like taxi cab protests in New York or something like that. Was that what it was? Mm -hmm. And then Uber kind of like scabbed, and they say they gave. A discount or something for people using their service because they like wanted to encroach in on and people are like what the fuck you're crying that's like you guys crossing the picket line here i got a story like that in the news uh, that we'll get to in a minute but here's another voicemail about, about the gillette ad this guy is really fired up listen to this guy
3: hey maddox uh, just got through listening to the latest podcast and i gotta say it was the worst one yet <laughs> you were supposed to be <laughs> arguing against the anti-male gillette ad but instead, all four of you just sounded like <laughs> the typical hate white male cater to the LGBT, ACDC community progressives. No one thinks bullying and sexual harassment is a good thing. This was just an attack on masculinity in general. It's to further the wussification of the West so we can all be ruled by clipped hair, mean-faced feminazis. God wow. forbid if there were ever a real war again in America, could never survive with the generation of such snowflakes. So yeah, fuck off and fuck whales.
2: I think Bye. he said. I think he said all that in the church. That's what it sounded <laughs> he like. He was
0: in a church.
3: Yeah. I mean, come
0: on, come on man. Dude. You can't. You can't simultaneously argue that we're a generation of snowflakes, but then also be so outraged about an a razor ad that you have to call into the show. And also, I do want to point this out. He was like, No, none of you made the argument that. Uh, You shouldn't say this, uh, that that no one is saying. That's literally what I said in the episode. Here, here's a a quick refresher to remind everyone of what I actually said during that episode.
3: You were supposed to be arguing against the anti-male Gillette ad. No one thinks bullying and sexual harassment is a good thing.
0: We know that rapists and fucking murderers and bullies are not the best a man can get. So their disingenuous rhetorical question at the top of the commercial, is this the best a man can get? No! Nobody is saying that. Oh. Well, well, well. Sounds like I did make that fucking argument, shithead.
1: I know you're fired up because you went and used sound effects.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well here's one more. No, you're... <laughs> <laughs> ah douchebag of the week yeah fuck face you want to call me out for not making an argument that i actually made you might want to clear the shit out of your ears
2: so he's that. he's not he's probably not going to get admission into maddox university no you maddox can, in fact
0: the caller send it please send me sending your name so if you're in the group i can kick you <laughs>
2: please apply so you can be denied
0: you're out of my eugenics experiment
3: <laughs> <laughs> just too bad
0: too bad too bad those are the only people who are spared all right. Uh, here's a here's another voicemail. Uh, this was surprising because Dreadmere, I didn't know you were gonna call in. Oh, yeah, I got a call in, call from Dredmere. Listen, cool. Yeah, this is this.
3: Uh, hi Maddox, this is Dreadmere. So like, depression is like not real. Hmm. Uh, I don't understand why all these scientists and like psychologists like wasted all their time like going to school and like studying doing studies. (laughs) Why don't they just read, like, Ayn Rand? You know? They just read The Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged and just save you a bunch of time instead of doing things like, you know, science and using, like, facts. Yeah. Yeah, depression's not real. (laughs) Sounds like you took a hit from your vape
0: at the end of that call, Dredmere, yeah. I, Thank you for calling in, buddy. That's a that's a real supporter, Dredmere.
2: Love being on the show. I guess. Can't get enough. Um, yeah, that's that's. Is that what I said? I said like fuck science and fuck uh, so. facts. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think what I what people are missing is I'm saying bad science is what can create these false ideas, and uh, it it exists. It's the same reason that people will kill albinos in africa or or like or do much worse because they think it's going to cure their aids like that's bad science like it's still technically science the way they see it but well, there's all the science
0: is still out on that but yeah, yeah i guess
2: it's to be decided but like yeah i'm just saying like you're really pushing this eugenics thing right now. <laughs> yeah
0: it's funny how any episode on the of this show is a very slippery slope to
1: eugenics yeah. Yeah. Hey,
0: shitheads. <laughs> well, Dreadmere, look—it's not all—it's not always clowning on you. Here's a caller that actually—excuse disag- uh, me. Uh, here's a caller that actually agrees with you. Listen to this.
3: Hey, I just want to call because I think it's bullshit that everybody's always shitting on Dreadmare. I mean, there are people who are mentally ill and do have the have a significantly reduced ability to seek out their own happiness and joy in life. But for the rest of us, we're not fucking children or idiots. We can. <laughs> We can set goals. We can do what we want in life. And to your point, Maddox, yes, there are people who have lived such a deprived life that they do not know how to do that. But again, that is the minority of people. And if you go back to the beginning of the debate topic, is social media making us depressed? And to Dreadmere's point, no, it's not making us depressed. We're making ourselves depressed because instead of using ourselves as the yardstick to measure we are using someone else and we don't have to. We have the power to make ourselves happy with a few exceptions to that rule.
2: I'm watching okay. the Fuck keyboard because I'm waiting for you to press douchebag of the week because I feel like every time <laughs> someone agrees with me, you're just I like, just, nope, uh, douchebag. I just read guy. a new study that they did where they gave,
1: I think, 900 people $100 each to get off Facebook for a month. And they let the people choose the number. That was like kind of the, the number that people agreed upon. It was like if I was gonna not to use Face before a month, you'd have to pay me a hundred dollars, which is crazy to show the the value that it has in yep. people's lives. And they said after the month that the majority of people responded being happier, but uh, were less informed on day to day happenings.
0: Great, That's sounds. You know, I think that those two things correlate. The less you know about the shit, like right now, this the fucking flavor of the week. And I I just I don't want to read the story. I don't want to delve into the the debate about it but there's like some governor in vermont or something virginia virginia yeah and they found some picture in his yearbook where he was either in blackface or in a ku klux klan outfit and then the debate became like which is worse i'm like can can everyone just and he says he
1: wasn't and but now he says he's not as of right now as of this recording he says he's he's not it's not him
0: so yeah, went back, went back, and so he- and everyone's just so disingenuous with it. People on the left are kind of like, "Oh well, you know," and then people on the right are also like just pouncing on it. Whereas they would like, defend the people. Like, if it's if it's someone from your party, you're going to try to minimize the uh, you know the perceived slight. And defend them, and if it's someone from the opposition, you're going to try to maximize the. Yeah, offense so it's to it. not
1: about what it is; it's about like yeah. the fact that this is your guy or not your guy, right? That's just and then so like every argument about it is kind of disingenuous because you're not arguing like the principle of the matter; you're yeah. just arguing like try to minimize or maximize damage.
0: I mean, I think you should be consistent, you know. Um, like a long time ago. That's
1: funny. Yeah. Consistent is
2: actually my word of, word of the year. Word of the year. Uh-huh. Another Babcock tip. Have like I ever really? been? Have no. I ever been inconsistent? Have I ever said something contradictory? You guys think?
0: Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I think okay. so. Yeah, I'll, I'll you are
2: consistently inconsistent. Yeah, consistently no. <laughs> inconsistent. There That's
0: you good. go. Um, well, anyway, guys, we should get to. Oh yeah, we still got some more voicemails, Ron. This one's for you.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. You were okay. talking
0: about that uh, door handle last week. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, the full-on like, the sanitary Roman... The door handle. The, yeah, the Roman sleeve door handle. You remember uh, that? Did you, yeah. Did you, yeah, listen
3: to this. Ron, are you seriously afraid of a bathroom door handle? Fuck like, yeah! Oh, I got this L thing, and I can put my arm through it, and I don't have to touch the handle. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> you know when I wash my hands? When I shit on them. When you No. Know, Couple times a week, axe. Fuck whales. I don't. And uh, fuck you, all of you, (laughs) everybody listening to this message. Go fuck yourself. And good night.
1: I mean. Listen, yeah, I'm afraid of fucking germs because I see how many people don't wash their hands in the public restroom. So yeah, I don't like to touch the handle. But that's also bullshit because I, I'll I'll like do whatever I can to not use the handle yeah. of the bathroom door. And then when I'm like leaving the restaurant or whatever, I'm just like immediately put my hand on the doorknob. So mm-hmm. it's not like the only it's all they're all disgusting. Yeah. You're afraid of ever you're afraid of bath mats. You're afraid of <laughs> doorknobs. You're no, afraid of I dust. A, I have a fucking I have a thing against uh the way people treat their bathrooms, for sure, because they look like abandoned g- gymnasiums My, when you go inside. Good.
0: I got a compliment from
1: we, two different women. Do it, that says so much a about the women you're dating.
0: It wasn't a woman I was and dating. And the lens
1: at a- which you live life through. I Wait will. A I want to come Ron, in, Ron.
0: I don't like the way you said that. What does <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, Ron?
3: I
1: mean, I don't think there could be a little scrubbing done in, in the bathroom. Whew, Whew.
0: We'll tell that to the women who came into my bathroom and was like, "Wow, Maddox, you got a real tight. You you keep a real tight ship over
1: here. I'm, I'm like, gonna go take another look at it again. Yeah,
0: take another look because it's not as bad. It's not like a. It's not like a bachelor bathroom. It's I, not a bachelor bathroom. Yeah, because you walk into a bachelor bathroom and you know, Dredmere, do you have a
1: bachelor bathroom?
2: Yeah, I guess so. You yeah, got
1: pubes all over the floor,
0: no. all over the bathroom. Do you have sink? an
2: Irish bar
1: covered in pubic hair and shame? Let me. Irish. Every, okay,
2: Ron. My bathroom would be your best day ever because it's it's I would uh, love that it's in my like when people come to my house, they're taking pictures of like how organized my medicine cabinet is and, oh, and everything. Yeah, okay, like, because yeah. they think it's weird, like how clean no, and organized. No, it's not it is.
1: weird. It's actually the opposite is weird. That's what I hate when people think like I'm the weird guy for having my fucking shit together. <laughs> I'm the weird guy for knowing where things are in my apartment. Oh, yeah. like, if I ask you for something and you don't know where it is, that's to me is fucked up.
2: Yeah, you,
0: you, know. you know, here's, a, here's, a, here's an here's and
1: ad. I'm the fucking psycho because I got my shit
0: together. <laughs> here's an Adam
1: OCD t- is the get shit done disease.
0: Okay, I, yeah, I guess. Oh, well, here's here's an Adam Carolla tip, uh, Ron, that I think you would love. He always says, if it costs less than five dollars, if it's one of those things that you need and in a pinch and you can't find it, just buy a bunch of them and throw them all over the house, like nail clippers, scissors. Just put a scissor in fucking every drawer, and then you're never gonna be looking for a scissor because the time you save just getting that thing is gonna be way more worth no, than five. dollars I'm a
1: guy who are, every place has its thing and everything has its place. I have one pair of scissors. Yeah, I but know you exactly also, where it is, but you and also, that's where it lives. You
0: also live with a girlfriend, and when you live with she people- She has one pair of scissors, too, and she knows where her is. Oh, she's good about that. She's pretty good about that. Okay. I've lived with people who aren't. I'm And it inf- infuriates I'm like, where the fuck are the scissors? And then I find out that there's like one rusty, like I have kitchen scissors, which are, you know, kitchen shears, which are stainless steel and made as a certain specification in class for cutting food versus my fucking rusty ass scissors that I use for cutting everything else. I don't want to mix them up. Is that such a big fucking deal? Can I, can I just ask that I have one fucking pair of scissors that are
1: kept clean? I'm just let- glad you're over it. <laughs>
0: Can I <laughs> yeah okay uh, real quick before we move on though I got a super chat from Pavich Bavin for five dollars. He said we had the rucka wrap up now we need a dissing dreadmere as a segment
2: <laughs> It's my favorite part so. what do you
0: th- what do you think of that dreadmere? Did yeah you have a dissing dreadmere I
2: think uh, if you have any questions or comments or concerns about me and who I am feel free to leave uh, your voicemails and don't hold back.
1: Uh, I also like uh, somebody just put. I uh, just kicked uh, the microphone out, and somebody in the chat room wrote, "Ron has good intent uh, com- Commissioner Kac wrote, "Ron had good intentions, but bad outcome." Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, well, you know, the- time it all up. Yeah, uh, we should move on. We got a couple more voicemails. Um, this is this is a a, a, a Babcock tip request, uh, oh, Ron. Because last week you 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 know we we talked about your drinking tip. Well, here's a caller who uh, requests more.
3: Hey, Lord Man, it's me and. um, Ron, do you have, like, a, a bad cop drinking tip that isn't for pussies? <laughs> um, you know, something, you know, like, let's just say the best a man could get hmm. instead of, you know, just, you know, drinking fun water. Fuck whales.
2: <laughs> yeah, do you yeah, have any tips to too. that uh, aren't for pussies? <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah, not pussy-related. I pussy would related. say,
1: uh, you know what, uh, let's say if you want to have a drink that's uh, fun but also... uh Not kind of normal. Most times people would go with old fashions, but I'd say old fashions are good, but I would skip that. I'd say go straight to Manhattan. Nobody gets Manhattan's anymore. What's a Manhattan? Great, it's a uh, whiskey, um, dry vermouth, a little bit of bitters, and uh, a little bit of an orange peel.
0: Oh, that sounds great! And and it sounds like bitters. It, it sounds weak. like a Negroni. Yeah, it sounds like a Negroni. I mean, it, it's uh,
1: yeah, it's it's, it's it's really good. They're like yeah. little, you know, it's like the whiskey, but then you have the sweetness yeah. of the vermouth. Uh, actually, it's like my mom drinks them, and I finally had one, and I was like, Jesus Christ, mom! Like this just pretty strong. It's a but, sailor uh, drink. Get a, get a Manhattan. Yeah. It's an old
2: timey drink. I dated a girl who worked at a bar in San Francisco, and she said that all the startup tech guys would like these young guys with money would always get Negronis because I guess like some Mad Men character always drank them or something or maybe it's like a hipster thing. I don't really yeah, know. But I, she said that they taste terrible. That's D- what
1: she, Doug Stanhope uh, is really put Negronis back on the map uh, he was always talking about it on his podcast. Yeah. And I think it's part good, of the reason why drink, people got man. into if it's, Negronis.
0: If it's perfectly made, and it has to be just the right ratio of the ingredients, because it's just even a little bit off, and it makes it taste weird. Uh, but if a perfectly made Negroni... I was w- hanging out with um, Adam from Your Movie Sucks, uh, you know the, you know the YouTube channel, yeah. Adam. yeah. We were downtown. And he he loves Negronis too. We were downtown at this bar in Los Angeles uh, called The Standard, and we weren't even at the high end bar upstairs. We were just in the like they have this ping pong room, which is like people who can't get into the fucking party upstairs hang out. So we were like down there because it's like during VidCon, it was kind of a shit show. Uh, Blair White was there. We we're all kind of hanging out, and we ordered Negronis from the bartender down there, and and Adam and I got the same drink cheers you know we 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 had a little uh cheers and then we sipped and we both kind of looked at each other in the eyes and we're like what the
2: fuck <laughs> this
0: is the best fucking drink and we both took a moment to kind of savor that first sip and i'm like adam is your drink really good he goes yeah this is the best negroni i've ever had i'm like me too and we both took such a what's long it time what's
1: in a negroni again
0: it's uh I, I believe it's vermouth campari gin and bitters And then an orange peel. But whatever it was, this bartender just nailed it. And I haven't had one as good since, but damn, when you get a really good one. Anyway, um, here's one last voicemail. This is a celebrity call-in. Guys, we uh, sometimes get celebrity call-ins. And here's one. Uh, Didn't know he's a big fan of the show. Listen to this.
3: Hello, Maddox. It's your boy, Jason Statham. Oh, it's my boy. I was walking down the street a few minutes ago, and a mime came up to me. So I punched him right in his fucking nose. It made me think of you, mate. I just wanted to tell you I'm your biggest fan. I never miss a show. Bye, guys. You take care. Hmm.
0: All right, Jason Statham. Now, I can tell he's a real fan, and this is like a deep-cut Maddox reference because he referenced mimes, and that is like really, really old-school Maddox 1.0 shit. Like one of the first articles I ever wrote in 1997 was just me shitting on mimes. Because I thought they were creepy. (laughs) And that's like an old, old school Maddox reference. It's
1: weird because, you know, on the weekends, you now, Moonlight as a mime. Ron. (laughs) Dude, that'd be fucking hilarious. So you're saying that's probably really him then.
0: Yeah, that might be. That's actually Jason Statham. And he's a long time.
1: You do know I have a mime bit, right?
0: Oh, that's right. You have (laughs) the whole mime. (laughs) Ron
1: It's like an, I have an old. And it's hilarious. I have an anti-mime bit. It's on it's YouTube. So funny, it's so yeah. fucking funny. The mind bit—that's what
0: I call it. Yeah, and it's the first time I, I, the first time I saw it was a surprise to me because I didn't know you had that bit, and it yeah. was it blew my mind because it's so well done. It's so well rehearsed. You guys got to see this thing. It's uh, the mind
1: bit. Watch yeah. it on my YouTube, Ron Babcock. Making
0: it pretty, pretty a, good. Making a pizza. Pretty though. good bit. Yeah, it's a really make great a bit. I love it. All right, guys, we should get some quick news headlines. We have got to wrap this up. World's oldest woman, who didn't enjoy a single day of her life, oh. finally dies. <laughs> oh my god! This is what this is like—the female version of me. If I was like 129, she's like. She she says here uh, she yeah she died 129 years old a woman believed to be the oldest person to have ever lived has died at age 129. Now I kind of skimmed this article I'm like oh man this lady's so, so crusty she's
1: 129 mm-hmm. dang
0: yeah like what was so bad about her life and then I kind of read the article I'm like fuck me this is a bad life so she <laughs> her name is Koku Istambulova a survivor of Stalin's repressions. Would have turned 130 in June, according to accepted pension records in Russia. She was older than a woman listed in the Russian Book of Records who died last month, supposedly aged 128, officials believe. Wow, we're losing all our uh, 130s. One, 128, 130s. Koku made headlines last year by saying that she had never lived a single happy day in her long life.
1: <laughs> that was self-reported? That was her saying that? Yeah, she said that personally.
0: Her grandson Ilyas said that she had supper as usual on Sunday, January twenty seventh, at her village home in Chechnya. She was born in eighteen eighty nine. Holy fucking shit, man! And an
1: extraordinary and yeah, she was like a teenager by World War One. That she was a teenager. Yeah, that's insane. That's nuts. Not even older. Yeah, nineteen seventeen. Oh my god, that's crazy.
0: She says it says here that. In an extraordinary and moving testimony broadcast last year, she spoke emotionally of the appalling day her native Chechen people were deported en masse by Stalin to Stepis. What is it? How did he pronounce that? Steps? Stepes?
2: Steepies?
0: Steepies? No, I don't know. So. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> of Kazakhstan 75 years ago. She told how people died in the cattle truck trains and their bodies were thrown out of the carriages to be eaten by hungry dogs. Her age was correct. Koku was 54 at the time, having earlier lived through the coronation of last star Nicholas II two days before her seventh birthday and his toppling when she was 27. Holy shit, man. It was a bad day, cold and gloomy, she said, of the February morning in 1944 when the entire nation was banished from their mountain homeland in the trans uh, excuse me, trans Is that how it's pronounced? I want to say Caucasus. No, it's trans Whatever. Anyway, it's gone. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were put on the train and taken. No one knew where. Railway carriages were stuffed with people. Dirt, rubbish, excrement was everywhere. Stressing the cruelty of Stalin's actions, she told journalists in her native Chechen language, "Write that there was excrement in the carriages." She wanted to emphasize that. Holy shit, man! Yeah, pre- pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bad. Could life. you
1: imagine turning sixty and then having like you know your future self come and tell you like, "Hey, you're not even halfway yeah. done." Oh, at God. 60, she wasn't even halfway done.
0: She wasn't over the hill until what 63?
1: Six, six, she died at 129? 129. 129, so
0: 65. So 64 and a half. Yeah, 64 and a half. That's her that's her over the hill. Holy Damn. shit. And then every single day, just misery. That's and awesome.
1: after 90, like how much can you really be doing? You know, like you're how much mobility
0: She didn't look that bad. I saw her and I, I would have seen like, I would have compared her to any Midwest grandma. She just looked, you know, she looked okay. She didn't look like, um, I've seen, there's another, like, old lady who died a long time ago. She's like 109 or 120 or some shit. And her eyes look like, um, you know, when you leave an apple out too long and it gets really, really dry and wrinkly. Yeah. And then, like, it looked like that. And she and was like, I, I want to go in there with my thumbs and just, like, open up her eyelids a little bit for yeah. her so she can see light again. Well, they say
1: pessimists <laughs> live longer than optimists. So. Is that
0: you, true?
2: You guys will be living for fucking ever. You think so? Yeah. I don't believe anything that lady said. Not a single word of it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about how long she lived, what she lived through, and- Stalin. What, you don't believe Stalin happened? I don't believe she had <clears throat> anything to do with anything about <laughs> I think I might've, she might have seen it in Wait, newspaper. are you
0: serious? I can't tell if you're doing a bit. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't, no, I'm not buying it. All right. <laughs> Well, can stud- someone corroborate her story? Is there? Cause yeah. she's dead. no, they're all dead. There's a yeah. We'll
0: sorry, Dreadmere. Sorry that everyone heard, <laughs> she's ever known has died.
2: I'm sorry too. But, uh, There's a
0: point in your life when you become like you know so old that literally everyone you've ever met has died.
2: If you're everyone lucky, everyone grew yeah, up with,
0: yeah, it's kind of weird. And I'm then, and then some, and then some Dreadmere will come along, and be like, Well, what, well, if, don't know,
1: what is the film really happened? I know it's
0: real. It's from the 1800s. Is there any record I can double check? <laughs> Was it? What, what about the internet? Did you get- <laughs> <laughs> they did post her ID though. They did post a picture of her ID on the on the um, website. That was on uh, Metro.co.uk, I believe. Yeah, Metro. No, Mirror. Mirror.co.uk. Um, a new study shows that sleepers can learn languages from scratch in the depths of their slumber. Oh, really? How cool is that? Yeah, I know that's Oh, fuck! I see your gears turning, wrong. Yeah reading. It says here, people can learn a new language in their sleep, a new study suggests. A groundbreaking experiment established it was possible to learn new words and their semantic associations from scratch while in the depths of sleep. Scientists already know that the fragile neurological connections that form the basis of memory are strengthened during deep sleep. And previous studies have shown that words learned during consciousness can be consolidated by being repeated to a person during their sleep.
1: That's kind of interesting. Even how huh? is it like learning a word or two or like...
0: No, it sounds like if you're already learning that stuff, and then you have that stuff repeated to you in your, in your, like your subconscious, you still pick up on it. Like, okay. Imagine, you know how sometimes you're dreaming, and the phone will ring in your dream, and you, you go to answer the phone in your dream, and you wake up, and it's your actual phone that's ringing? Hmm. Like, your mind will conjure that based on what your, you know, your subconscious mind is still hearing. So, I think there might be something to that.
1: Sometimes I wonder, though, if like, maybe I should just give my brain a little bit of a rest... Like I spend the whole day doing, putting stuff in, putting stuff in, listening the podcast, trying to learn as much as possible, reading all the time. That I'm wondering if I went to sleep and I'm putting on headphones to like learn fucking Spanish, my brain would be like, "Can you just give it a rest? <laughs> Can you just give me a few hours?" Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, real quick in the chat room, Edlin Martinez says, "Anything you happen with Maddox's crazy neighbor?" Uh, that's right, Edlin. Um, because I mentioned a long time ago on the show that if my crazy neighbor died, I would have a party. Oh yeah, um, yeah, like a big fan meetup. And hey man, uh, she's always
1: been cool to me. Yeah, she hates you. God, God, she hates you so much.
0: Yeah, she. yeah. My, here's my crazy neighbor, bitch. Um, she, <laughs>
3: <laughs> bitch, bitch.
0: Um, anyway, my crazy me neighbor. No, the reason she probably mentioned that is because she's also 130 years old. Um, I have a just, story about your
2: crazy neighbor now. Do you really? Yeah, my,
0: what was the story? What happened?
2: It just happened before I got here. Yeah, what happened? I, I, I was it's raining, yeah, and I had my hood on, and I think I went to the wrong house and then i knocked oh. on her door oh no <laughs> oh, what happened and then she was like who she was like it's like who are you looking for and i was like oh never mind i'm sorry and then she's like who are you and i was like i'm sorry i have wrong house and she was like what the fuck is wrong with you and she's like <laughs> yeah. saying stuff as i was walking away and just holding my coffee with my hood up in the rain i'm just like i, I just didn't look where i was going and
0: yeah that's her didn't it, yeah,
2: <laughs> didn't try to engage at all but uh, she was very upset
0: bitch but, yeah. that, i need to i need to add that trump drop to the uh bitch
1: to the sound effect board. Bitch. That
0: which
2: which one are you talking about? Bitch. Oh,
1: that one? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: It needs to be a regular, I think.
1: Yeah. Bitch. Who is that? Yeah. Trump. Oh,
0: it's oh. Trump saying bitch. Nice. Bitch. Um, all right. <laughs> one last story real quick. Uh Super Bowl What's the new Super Bowl? Is it 13, 30, I can never fucking tell what What's the, the L? numbers what It's
2: like L? L- X something. So
0: 40, L has got to be like 50. So it's, it's
1: 53. 40, oh, is it 53? 53? Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah, you yeah. Oh. already had the
2: big 50th one a
1: couple years ago. Yeah, because so
0: yeah. the big 50th one was like, was it L or did they do like five Xs? I don't know, fucking... From some shit. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, L... Ellis, fi- uh, oh, Super Bowl thirteen. 13. Is it thirteen? It's not thirteen. No, it's not thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in the chat room is fucking with it. All right, it's not Super Bowl. <laughs> anyway, Super Bowl thirteen halftime controversy <laughs> continues as Colin Kaepernick's attorney attacks Adam Levine. Now, I didn't even know this was a controversy. Neither did I. Yeah, listen to this. The controversy surrounding the Super Bowl thirteen halftime show continues as Colin Kaepernick's attorney Mark Garagos, Garagos called Maroon Five frontman Adam Levine's rationalization on his participation a cop out. So it sounds like a bunch of celebrities said that they were going to boycott the Super Bowl, and Adam Levine, they're calling him a scab. Because,
1: another thing. Another yeah. thing that's, uh, if you choose to consume, it's now becoming a political, political
0: act. Yeah, it's political now. Speaking on Good Morning America on Friday, Gregos... Garagos, called on Levine to admit that what he's doing by appearing on the NFL Super Bowl halftime show. He says, if you're going to cross the ideological or intellectual picket line, then own it. And Adam Levine certainly isn't owning it, Garagos said. It's a cop-out. When you start talking about, I'm not a politician, I'm just doing the music. Most of the musicians who have any kind of consciousness whatsoever understand that what's going on here. Anyway. So, I yeah. Adam Levine's under some... I
1: think, uh, did you guys hear that they actually have to pay to be the Super Bowl halftime. I what? thought it was always like the NFL asked you. Right. No, it's like they pay really? the NFL to be the entertainment. That's what I heard. And I'm trying to find out if that's oh, true. No way. No because way. Because then that you it's always people who you wouldn't expect, but it's like people who want to be like kind of made relevant again like remember when springsteen did one
0: yeah and madonna did one and like I lady mean, gaga no lady gaga wouldn't pay to do the super bowl i
1: don't know i could see them but for that i mean it is like uh what how many people watch the super bowl like it's yeah. a like a
2: maybe elon musk will do it just, he's got a lot of money right he just paid mm, he could probably <laughs> yeah that he just talk like about so. it's
0: like 13 million i think or, people watch no, no
1: no no it's like 130 150 million or something like 13
0: that. people for super bowl 13
1: yeah yeah wow crazy <laughs> can't believe well you know what this year it's gonna be 14 Hey, this guy's watching. You
0: know what? I'm so fucking tired of American ex- exceptionalism too with the Super Bowl. Because every time they would like break some viewership records, like the most watched show in history, and it's always like 114 million people. Yeah, it's a lot, but that's like an average show in China, not even during prime time. Are yeah, you fucking get, like a China. Can you imagine the shit in China? They, the World
1: Cup gets like a, the World Cup finals gets like a billion people. Yeah. watching with like, and then there's another number that I don't know what this means, but they're like residual viewing of 2.5 billion which i think it's like a billion tv sets but then if you factor in all the people around the tv sets, bars and i don't even know how you would factor but it's like literally like a good chunk of the earth watches this one singular game yeah
0: 20 percent of the earth at any given time is watching this one fucking tv show and america's like 100 million people it's like yeah that's big for america but like in china a fucking infomercial gets 300 million views like there's so many fucking people watching that shit
1: gangnam style got a billion like that's right yeah an old episode of like the walking dead will get more views in china than like the fucking super bowl here
0: oh absolutely uh edlin martinez in the chat room says let's not forget that elon musk is going to host meme review that's right our boy pewdiepie uh there was a thing that went viral on i have no
1: idea what any of the words you're saying right
0: now (laughs) well all you need to know is you need to subscribe to pewdiepie do Um, i yeah. Yes, Ron. Because the other choice is T series. <laughs> no one's gonna. No one in this room will su- subscribe to T series. And in, in fact, if you're subscribing to T series in the chat room, let us know so we can ban you. Um. All right, guys. That's it for. Uh, <laughs> that's it for this episode. Dreadmere. Where can people find you?
2: You can find me on any social media platform at Dredmir, Dreadmere. D R E A D M E R E. And uh, yeah, leave me questions or comments there too if you want on Twitter and. Instagram, wherever else,
0: and thank you again for calling in, Dreadmere. That was a really thoughtful voice. Yeah, that still. was awesome. Man. Hopefully, yeah. I well call spoken. in
2: again. Yeah,
0: yeah. and and uh, and and by the way, Dreadmere, I I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but you're you're gearing up your YouTube videos again yeah yeah,
2: yeah. I, I'm probably gonna do some more commentary stuff right now but like th- yeah recently I've done some like I did a sketch not too long ago but uh yeah I'm gonna start commentating on stuff I know there's some big controversies that I haven't uh, made videos about but uh I'm gonna catch up with whatever the new things are
0: man I know we like bust your balls a lot but I love having you on the show it's so much fun oh, uh, every thanks. like Absolutely. this is this is just like an intellectual playground i feel and we're just like really getting because there's stuff that when we're arguing about this stuff that even i haven't thought about i'm like fuck do i actually believe that it's
1: a <laughs> real good old-fashioned mind circle jerk
0: yeah, yeah. and ron where, call can me. You, where can people find you uh
1: you can follow me hey ron on instagram or ron babcock on twitter and if you message me just look in a mirror and whisper bring me the babcock and i'll appear over your right shoulder
0: Ooh, super super fun yeah
1: that yeah. should work
0: yeah, but good, good party trick. All right, guys, and I'm uh, Maddox Rules on Twitter, and uh, I think like Maddox, anyway, I'm on YouTube or something. Uh, anyway, that's that's it for this show. Tune in two weeks from now. We'll be having another debate. Don't forget to vote on madcastmedia.com. Thank you to Ron Babcock, Rear Admiral Tangents. Thank you, Maddox. Thank you to Dreadmere, Deputy Moderator. Thank you. But most of all, you're welcome.
3: Hello uh, there, man. It's, uh, uh, I think this is the, the number for uh, the best debate in the universe. And uh, This is uh, legendary uh, football coach and all-around cool guy, uh, John Madden. I uh, just want to tell you I love the show. Uh, you guys keep up the good work. I'm your biggest fan.
0: Yeah, um, you know, they're not always uh <laughs> the total winners. <laughs>
1: sounds like a stomach that's talking. Is that
0: is that what John Madden sounds like? Not of no that's
1: idea. That's what John Madden
0: mean, looks stuff. like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, Dredmere
3: calling it. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast
0: Media Network.